IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on NFL football. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use the promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog Pick'em in college or NFL to win up to 20 times your entry in one game. Game. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined this week, just like every week, with the senior IDP analyst for the SGPN Network, the man, the myth, the legend, the IDP tipster, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, what's up, man? Just enjoying this weekend's worth of football, man. Looking forward to week three. That that grind hasn't grinded us down yet. It's coming. It's coming. But yeah, we've got plenty for everyone this week. Uh, Some week two reactions, news, playing time, waivers, all that. Let's get started with the bad and then we'll do some good. So we've got a ton of injuries across the league. We'll talk about each one in the waiver wire replacement as we get there. But amongst others, Micah Hyde, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Eddie Jackson, Nick Scott, Tony Adams, Tariq Woolen, and Marcus Jones. Not a great week for injuries, man. How'd your teams do with all that? No, actually, I don't think that I uh, took a hit from any of the injuries. I can't quite say if I had got any beneficiary out of it either, but uh, at least it wasn't like week one. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And uh, as we're recording, there's actually, it looks like another big one happening right now. Shaq Thompson carted off the field, shin injury. Not good at all. Looks like Camus Grugier-Hill came in for him, which is terrific. What is it with him and Zach Cunningham, brother? For the last few years, man. I mean, those two should get them a freaking condo somewhere for the summer, you know, because that, that, I can't think of one without the other. Yeah, they always come back. They're like zombies. Oh, yeah, they just sniff out that IDP production, right? Oh, man, it never ends. It never ends. But uh, all right, let's start back at the start of week two, and we'll work our way through everything. We're going to start with uh, Jets Bills, which is a circle back from week one because uh, we're doing this on Monday Night Football. So looking at the Bills, so Terrell Bernard was uh, one of the starting linebackers along with Matt Milano. Looks like they got about 85% of snaps each this week and then rested due to blowout. So that's about normal. Poyer and Hyde played 85% of snaps each at safety. Micah Hyde has a hamstring injury. Didn't quite see who came in for him as a replacement. We'd have to assume maybe DeBar Hamlin. Uh, on the pass rush, Shaq Lawson and Greg Russo, 60% of snaps each. And Ed Oliver, defensive tackle, 60% of snaps. Leonard Floyd at 40%. Tyler Rapp probably this slides in here for Hyde, I believe. I think that's what I seen in the uh, snap counts, actually, when I was looking at over him earlier. So other than that, I mean, Terrell Bernard, he looks legit as an IDP productive machine. Uh, if you kind of caught us this whole past year pumping that up, I'll tell you what, brother, we might have actually hit a bullseye on this dart. That's true. That's true. We, we may have been right on that one. So, uh, so far, so good. Over on the Jets side, uh, they're starting safety. Tony Adams 
suffered a pretty good injury. Didn't see what it was, but Adrian Amos came in for him. So that's a waiver wire move for the duration of that injury. At linebacker, status quo, CJ Mosley, 97% plus of snaps. Quincy Williams, 97% plus. Whitehead at safety, also almost 100% of snaps. On the defensive line, Quinnen Williams with his normal 66%. Jermaine Johnson with 68% at defensive end. John Franklin Myers with 53%. Anything on the Jets uh, that struck your fancy here? Well, I hope to assume that, you know, not to blow our own horn, brother, but I hope to assume some other people remember that we talked about Jordan Whitehead, too, you know, uh, second year in the system. He was due to come out and do something. Looking at Tony Adams, I'm going to mention that uh, his replacing Amos and uh, Taylor Rapp, we mentioned with Buffalo, both of them are capable veterans to replace these guys in the lineup if you're in a deep situation or say you have a poor play with an unknown, you, you could use these guys if the matchup's right, which I suggest you check back at uh, my start sit charts later on in the week uh, with SGPN and make sure you check out Johnny's cornerback corners with the IDP show.com. Yes, sir. And you're totally right. I've totally forgot about Taylor Rapp. That is the replacement, not DeMar Hamlin. So, all right, moving on. So for the Vikings, Cameron Bynum, two massive weeks in a row. I still don't trust it yet. We'll get into that in a second. He did play 100% of snaps. Harrison Smith also at safety, 100% of snaps. They had a third safety in, Josh Metellus, 73% of snaps. He's been pretty productive, but it feels iffy. Uh, At the linebackers, uh, Mr. Jordan Hicks bounced back, 94% of snaps, 11 tackle game, looking good there. Ivan Pace, 79% of snaps for the rookie. On the defensive line, uh, DJ Wanham, 68% of snaps. Daniil Hunter, a massive 94%. And Brian Asamoah, an afterthought with 18% of snaps. Anything on the Vikings that stood out to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. For one, uh, Metellius, I think is his name, along with Bynum of both outproduced Harrison Smith with less snaps so far this year. And I'm enjoying my shares of Bynum in my best balls because actually I hadn't forgot about the cat. So I did have some sprinkles of him before we came into the season. And I told everybody about him in the start sit charts last week to get him on the radar because if we get another third week, that's the thumb rule. It's, it's taken care of. Yeah, it's getting there. He's had two huge weeks in a row, and I wouldn't be surprised if we start to hear something like maybe the responsibilities have changed and he's doing more box stuff because that's the only thing that could explain this to me. He's he's really cooking. What about Harrison Phillips up there on that defensive line? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely got him on the waiver wire app this week uh, for the simple fact is he's done this two weeks in a row. We get him on there. It'll be hard to wait another three weeks, but I at least want to see another two because this dude's been had some consistency problems over the years, depending on what team he's been on and what kind of a rotation and such. Right. He had some big, uh, big weeks in Buffalo earlier in his career. Um, so he's definitely capable, but uh, yeah, it's a good call. Let's keep an eye on that one. Over on the Eagles, no Reed Blankenship this week due to injury. It was Terrell Edmonds coming in for him at safety. He played 91% of snaps. Justin Evans, still the other safety, uh, 100% of snaps. At linebacker, Rashawn Evans cut from the practice squad. Nicholas Morrow, not Christian Ellis, 95% of snaps, replacing the Kobe Dean. Zach Cunningham at 91% for the other linebacker. Huge implications there. On the defensive line, real quick, Josh Sweat, 69% of snaps. Hassan Reddick, 67%. Fletcher Cox, 76%. Jalen Carter, 48%. And Graham and Barnett and Jordan Davis, all under 29%. So on the outside, look it in. Gary, what the hell is going on with the linebackers in Philly? Oh, well, I got to love Morrow coming up, getting that green dot, you know, playing. I just wish I wouldn't have dropped him so much coming into the season. Now we're looking at N'Kobe Dean coming back here in a few weeks, and we're going to have to figure out what's going on. And then we're back to a no-trust issue with Dean for a week or two until we see what happens again. So this could be an ongoing situation, put a pin in Morrow's name. As far as that's concerned, I guess the best guy to really trust for the next few weeks is uh, our our Grugier Hill, Zach Cunningham. 
Yeah, right. How how crazy is that? Zach Cunningham's the most trustworthy option right now in Philly. Oh, uh, yeah. And how about those <laughs> Georgia defensive linemen out there in the interior getting her done in a rotation? I love that. They needed that. They needed that boost there. Uh, Hassan Reddick, you know, it's time to go ahead and bench him. Just like I'm going to mention benching Leonard Williams a little bit later. These studs sometimes, you know, for whatever reason, they get a bad start. At some point, you just got to go ahead. Don't drop him, though. If you're in that situation, I don't think I want to say drop him. Yeah, no, no. He's just in a cold streak. I'm sure he'll kick it back in. But, yeah, two weeks in a row of nothing. If you have another good option, I'd go with the hot hand. No doubt. Just to let you guys know, I mean, I normally wouldn't even think about dropping a known IDP producer or somebody that should be producing at a really high ceiling. I don't start getting worried about those types of studs until like week five or something, maybe week six. And then if I got to push them off of my deeper lineups, then I'll do it. Yeah. And it works both ways on this. I remember a couple of years ago, Javon Hargrave started on that incredible tear where it was like eight sacks in seven games and everyone thought it was going to be an all-season thing and we we knew it wasn't going to be just statistically in the way these things work it's the same thing with reddick reddick's going to end the season with double digit sacks it he's just going to have a slow start that's all you got to get that thumb going or whatever his hand injury might be messing with him i haven't really looked into that that much all i think i know is he's on my bench for the moment the IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. My favorite line this week is Nick Bosa over on his sack line. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with the promo code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with the promo code SGP, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, see DraftKings.com sportsbook, and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by Game Time. You ever been stressed out trying to buy tickets, trying to get them at the last minute, hunting down the best price, competing with other buyers for a popular event? Well, the Game Time app's got you covered with flash deals on last-minute tickets, easy-to-find-and-buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, Images of the seat views, a lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag your tickets without the stress by using Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's move it on to Falcons-Packers. Starting with the uh, Packers side of things. So Rudy Ford, safety, 100% of snaps. Darnell Savage, safety, 100% of snaps. Linebacker, a little bit of shenanigans here. Quay Walker, 100% of snaps. Devondre Campbell, only 83%. Looks like Quay Walker may be the LB1 in Green Bay. On the defensive line, Preston Smith, 71%. It's about normal. Rashawn Gary doubled his snaps up to 27%. So the pitch count is increasing. That's good. Uh, Kenny Clark, 74% at defensive tackle, and Van Ness down to 22%. Gary, you got to like this for Sean Gary, right? It's heading in the right direction. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got to tell you what, I like that. I think the kid's name is Withrow, Withrow or something like that on the interior defensive line playing in there with uh, Kenny Clark. He's only getting like 45 50% of the snaps, and this dude is producing. I think that could be interesting in a deeper D-Gen league there. Uh, as far as Walker and Campbell, I'll tell you what, brother, it could be possible that they are doing a little changing of the guard because I couldn't find anything in any reports on why that happened. Same. Campbell's not injured or anything. It, this just may be letting the young guy take over. 
And I know there had to be a lot of people out there snickering last week. When I mentioned what I said about Savage, they said he was due. They said he looked great in camp. And I'll tell you what, also producing. Absolutely. Looking good so far. Over on the Falcons, completely normal at safety. Richie Grant, 100% of snaps. Jesse Bates, 100% of snaps. At linebacker, Caden Ellis played 100% this week. Troy Anderson was injured out inactive. Nate Landman was the replacement. He played 98% of snaps. Uh, On the defensive line, Grady Jarrett, 72%. Calais Campbell, 56%. Pretty upset to have to drop Jesse Bates off of my waiver wire because he failed. He didn't record shit this past week to amount to anything. But that's all right, folks. Just hang in there. That shit happens. I don't think it's going to stick. You know, I I still love his ceiling. How about you? Uh, I love his ceiling. I think that had way more to do with matchup than anything else. Uh, The Packers completed like, 13 passes or something <laughs> yeah it, it was kind of seems off that's why i wonder about the whole walker campbell thing in the back of my mind too you know could that have somehow had some kind of weird effect on the defense i don't know but as far as everything else there it was pretty standard of what ex- we could expect from the falcons uh we'll note it's ellis that's wearing the green dot Looking good for Mr. Ellis so far. And, yep, about uh, status quo over in Atlanta. All right, let's move on to Raiders' Bills. So we talked about the Bills above. They are looking pretty good across the board. No real surprises. And on the Raiders at safety, uh, Trevon Morig, 100% of snaps. Actually off to a decent start this season, uh, about five combined tackles this week. Much better than he normally does. At other safety, though, a bit of shenanigans. Marcus Epps down to 81% of snaps. Roderick Teamer at 19% of snaps. I couldn't find anything injury-related to Epps, so we'll have to just see what's going on with that. On the defensive line, Max Crosby doing Max Crosby things, 91% of snaps. And the rookie, Tyree Wilson, at 49%. Gary, anything on the, the uh, Raiders? Mr. Spillane, I was on Reddit saying how I thought that that matchup was so primed, his 100%, that I thought he could end up as a top 10 inside linebacker producer in a lot of leagues. And, brother, I think I might have got close. Looking real good so far. Ever notice these days how things have changed with sports entertainment? Suddenly everyone is edgy and they don't mind offending people with offensive words. It's everywhere. Podcasts, radio, to primetime TV. All I want are NFL defensive player reports. Maybe a quick update on the best streaming corners. And yet, I have to hear about the dirty O. That's right. Offensive player discussions and hot takes blocking my path to the sweet, sweet defensive information I need. Bullshit. That was until I found the IDP Pro Players Podcast. And now, unless the IDP Pro's John or Gary mess up, Uh I know I'm not going to be offended by their no dirty O approach. So take my word for it. Catch the Sports Gambling IDP Pro Player Podcast every week and leave the dirty O behind. So if you or someone you know has an IDP degenerate problem, that's terrific. And the fantasy move to make is to go follow a couple of the best veterans in the fantasy football industry. That was on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R-O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, other than that, Raiders looking pretty good, I think. Yeah, just standard quo the rest of the way. I couldn't imagine anything other than just keeping an eye on the safety situation. All right, let's move on to Cincy and Baltimore. So we'll start with the Ravens. Kyle Hamilton, 100% of snaps. Did not do much to uh, assuage our fears this week, right, Gary? (laughs) No. No, not whatsoever, brother. (laughs) And then they've got two other safeties playing 100% of snaps, Geno Stone and Brandon Stevens. That probably has something to do with the Marcus Williams injury and Marlon Humphrey being out. Uh, so a lot of chefs in the kitchen, plus Roquan, 100% of snaps, Patrick Queen, 98% of snaps, uh, Clowney, 78%, and Ojabo, 70 A lot of mouths to feed here. I just don't know if Hamilton can do it. What do you think? Nah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Jadarius Washington came in, and he got a lot of snaps in there with that whole secondary and safety, too. And um uh, Kyle Hamilton led them all in snaps, but again, was not the biggest producing dude. I think he got a little bit this. It, it's 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 kind of like status quo of what the defense does. It doesn't matter what the hell Kyle Hamilton offers to it. 
Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough to eat there with Roquan and Queen, uh, no doubt. And and like you said, there are not three, there are four safeties starting right now. Our Darius Washington, I think, had like ninety five percent of snaps. So it's just an insane number of safeties on the field for the Ravens right now. <laughs> yep. Sometimes it's how the cookie crumbles. That's it. All right, looking at the Bengals. So we've got Nick Scott, who suffered a concussion in this game. So Jordan Battle did get to come in and play. Just not enough for anything uh, meaningful production-wise, though. Although if Scott is out this week, that's likely a waiver wire move for you right there for at least a week. Uh, Over at the other safety, Dax Hill, 99% of snaps. That's normal. At linebacker, Logan Wilson, 99%. Jermaine Pratt increases his snap percentage again, second week in a row, up to 95% of snaps. And then on the defensive line, Hubbard, 77%. That's normal. And B.J. Hill, 75%. Gary, what do you think? Is Pratt the guy now? I don't know about the guy, but I had faith in him a little bit. So uh, the way he had a... Decent year at the end of last year, too, and Logan Wilson kind of slacked. I think he's one of the two dudes. And any given Sunday, we could see, you know, this production go either way for either linebacker. It it could be kind of a shaky situation, but as long as they both keep producing at a LB1, you know, status or near it, we got to keep using them. So I would just like to see Sam Hubbard get his ass warmed up and get in the backfield more. Yeah, and B.J. Hill, good start to the year so far. I believe it was uh, the professor, Scott Soltis, that mentioned uh, him or D.J. Reader might be a good move, and uh, so far, so good. The IDP Pros Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 other users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to create more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your entry in a single game by going 5 for 5. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, let's move on to Lions-Seahawks. We'll start with uh, Seattle. Bobby Wagner, linebacker, 100% of snaps. That's normal. Brooks, up to 86%, so he's, he's climbing back up there after rehabbing the injury. At safety, no Jamal Adams, as is tradition. So we got Julian Love for 100% of snaps. Quandre Diggs for 100% of snaps. That's normal. Uh, On the pass rush, Nuosu, 80% of snaps. Tariq Wollin injured, chest injury that helped get Devin Witherspoon, rookie, up to 100% of snaps. What's that second-year kid, Mafia, the defensive end or the edge rusher, he was out. So Taylor and... I'm not even going to try to pronounce the other guy's name, but got a little bit of increase. I don't know how their production was. I don't think anything stood out there. If it was, it wouldn't be anything I could really trust too much of. Yay, Jordan Brooks is back out there being average. And I really dropped the ball on Jordan Love, man. It wasn't the Adams situation. I just... I was buying digs, and I'm regretting the hell out of it this past <laughs> offseason, man. <laughs> I know. Love's killing it. Love is killing it. And and the thing with him is he's actually going to play. Jamal Adams will come mm-hmm. back for a week or two and he'll be gone again. But I'll tell you what, for some reason, I got great news. I did get hell of an ADP on Diggs and now I'm starting to figure out the hell why. No! <laughs> yeah, good deal so far this year. All right, that's the Seahawks. Lions. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, torn pectoral muscle, they're fearing, may be done for a month or two, a couple months at least. Good, but so that could... what part of the game did that happen? 
Oh, I don't know. I literally just saw this before we hit record. All right. Because I seen Kirby Joseph had his 100% of the snaps. So Right. And, uh, and Gar- Gardner Johnson played 97. Right, yeah. right. That's what I was thinking. That's what I'm wondering. When this happened, he might have kind of got lamed up a little bit and still played. But, man, Kirby Joseph, I'm glad to see you're back on the field and getting something done. And I know you're getting ready to mention Branch. He played around that 45% of the snaps again or something, but he didn't have a big splash play to make that uh, box score look so shiny this week. So you, know, you guys got to worry about those snap counts. It doesn't matter how flashy the guy is. That's true. That's true. Playing time leads to production, and he does not have ideal playing time. Tracy Walker was up to 12% this week. Do you think this is a like the door opening for him to get back in with Chauncey oh, yeah. going away for a while? Oh, yeah. This this is going to probably be the door. I just said had about Branch. Okay, I guess that should have been an example because Branch and Tracy Walker are next man up in, in snaps. So uh, whether or not we see Tracy Walker come in and become the full-time uh, box guy up front and Kirby Joseph where he's been at and Branch continues to get his 45%, that still remains to be seen. I don't think it's going to be so much on who's better at playing the in the box. I think it's going to be what Dan Campbell feels best for that defense to work. Well, we'll definitely see. There's going to be some adjustment, no doubt. If this is true and uh, Gardner Johnson tore his peck, there'll be some adjustment. Over at the linebackers, a uh, little bit I mean, more of the same. So Anzalone, 90% of snaps. Derek Barnes, 54%. Campbell, 32%. So still not looking good there. Aiden Hutchinson, 94% of snaps on the pass rush. Anything over there got you worked up? Nah. Status quo? Yep. Yep. Campbell will get there. Just not going to be this week or next. All right, let's move on to Texans and Colts. So for the Colts, uh, excuse me, for the Texans, we're missing both starting safeties, Jimmy Ward and Jalen Petrie this week. Um, With them out, it was MJ Stewart and DeAndre Houston Carson at 100% of snaps and 51% respectively. Neither are a good long-term option because Petrie and Ward will be back shortly. At linebacker, Denzel Perryman, 100% of snaps. Christian Harris down to 39% and Henry 2020 up to 81. Did they figure it out, brother? I'll tell you what, I, I went running. I seen those snaps. I went running. I got I got I got to see what this is about because I've been bitching about the soon as PFF, <laughs> the poor ass grades and just film that the Harris has put out for yeah. such a long time. But guess what? I think it was because Harris had a shoulder injury or this last-minute shoulder injury was a reason to get the rookie in there. I'm not a 2-2. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. I can't pronounce that one either. Yeah, Two apostrophes, so it's like two, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, re- regardless, we're, we're going to have some shenanigans with the linebackers that aren't named Denzel Perryman here uh, for the Texans, so we'll keep an eye on that. On the pass rush, Will Anderson, 72% of snaps. Jonathan Greenard, 72%. Talk about a name we haven't heard in a while. Yeah, I think he made a little splash the first week, too. I was more interested in seeing Will Anderson go into a really strong matchup and come out smelling like a rose and being that rookie that we just been craving to see come out and bust footballs, you know, pretty damn good. <laughs> but yet, everybody can hit a wall. So I had to drop him from the waiver wire because he failed. But this brother's got all this potential. Don't get too upset. Yeah, he'll get there, no doubt. So we got a few shenanigans with the Texans. Over on the Colts, things looked pretty normal at safety, no changes. Blackman and Thomas, 100% of snaps each. At linebacker, Zaire, 100%. That's normal. Uh, This is interesting, though. Shaq Leonard down to 71%. EJ Speed up to 54%. Gary, what is going on there? Well, when you have glass, you put bubble wrap around it. This is true. This is true. And then on the pass rush, Buckner, 73% of snaps. That's normal. Grover Stewart, 50%. We'd like to see that a little higher, but that's okay. Quiddy Pay, 65%. Samson Ebucam, 62%. Moving on to Jags and Chiefs. We'll start with the Chiefs here. At safety, no changes. Uh, Justin Reed, 100%. Brian Cook, 99% of snaps. At linebacker, a change, and it's not a good one. Nick Bolton down to 79%. Willie Gay down 58%. Drew Tranquil up to 42%. Leo Chanel up to 37%. Gary, what the hell? Andy Reid's still running the show over there, right? 
<laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what the hell. It, it could go right back to normal next week. It could be completely opposite. You know, I don't know. The only thing I can say is kudos to uh, Karloffilus. Maybe I got that right this time. Hey, brother, get, hang in there. You know, nice to see Chris Jones getting back into the groove. Just give him uh, another week or two, and he'll be the dominant dude that we figure he'll be. And I got to figure that at about the same time, we'll see everything stabilize and we'll probably see something very familiar to what we expect to see to begin with. And, and just, just roll with it. I, I'm still shocked Justin Reed is producing in this system. I don't know what all of a sudden happened there. You know, I've always had a lot of trust issues with him and I'm brother. I still just can't shake him. So I just want to mention, you know, if he fails us, it, couldn't be too unexpected, but it's kind of hard to ignore him now. Yep, no doubt. And like you said, beyond that, things are looking good. Karloftis, 81%. Mike Dana, 78%. Chris Jones, 51% in his first game back, but he did land a sack, so he's well on his way. And then over on the Jags, Aluakon, 100% of snaps, that's normal. Devin Lloyd, 99%, that's normal. Rayshon Jenkins, 99% at safety. That's normal. Andre Cisco down to 88%. I feel like that was just game script. And then on the pass rush, Trayvon Walker, 84%. Josh Allen only 57%, but that's due to a shoulder sprain, which is day-to-day, so he should be okay. The former high draft pick, uh, Chison, I believe. Oh, it, he, yeah, Kalevon Chason. Yeah. Right, right. Be real nervous that he could do that again because that's why he's a high draft pick, but replaced by Josh Allen and Trevon Walker just a few years later. Other than that, I mean, I'm glad to see Lloyd did something. Yeah, Lloyd bounced back nicely. Yep. IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on NFL football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code SGP. What's up, guys? SGPN Football Doc here, and we're here to talk about some of the top injuries from Week 2 in the NFL. We're going to lift off some safety injuries, starting with Bill's safety, Micah High. Looks like he picked up a hamstring injury. He's called day-to-day, so let's talk about hamstring injuries. So your hamstring muscle in the back of your leg there, upper back leg, and is your powerhouse for your lower body. It is working with speed and explosive power, so you really rely on your hamstrings to generate that power in your body. Now, when you get a strain that's just a micro tear or some type of damage to that muscle, and there's different types, different grades based on severity. So given that he's been called day-to-day, I'm expecting Micah Hyde suffered a grade one hamstring injury. Usually it takes about two to three weeks to fully heal. Also has a higher injury risk. Re-injury risk with these, especially in those first two weeks after injury, are very high, which make hamstrings really tough to deal with during the season. So he's called day-to-day. They're kind of downplaying his hamstring tightness. I don't know if he's going to miss time, but definitely something to monitor. If he's not able to practice or if he's able to, if he does get this re-aggravated, this could potentially lead to more of a month's issue than a week's. But as of right now, looks like it should just be one or two weeks where he's going to be limited. Now moving over to another safety, Buda Baker, also dealing with the hamstring strain. But unfortunately, his looks like his is a little worse because he was just placed on the IR, meaning he's going to miss at least four games there. So I'm expecting that they said it's not season ending, so it's not a grade three full tear off the bone. But it is a grade two, so I'm expecting him to be back around that four to five weeks. Still carries that high re-injury risk, but him going on the IR allows him to rest and rehab. So I do expect him to be back off the IR, not season-ending for Buda Baker. And then finally, Bears safety, Eddie Jackson. He left the game early with a foot injury, and it was non-contact. And it was the same foot where he suffered a Liz Frank injury, a season-ending Liz Frank injury last year. So there was immediate concerns there. There's not a lot of updates right now. The Bears are reportedly cautiously optimistic that it's nothing too serious, but we haven't gotten anything. We probably won't get an update until Wednesday. So definitely an injury you want to monitor. All right, guys, thanks for listening. And go ahead and follow me on both Twitter and TikTok at SGPNFootballDoc for more injury updates. Looking at Bears and Bucks, we'll start with the Bears. Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker, 100% of snaps. That's normal. TJ Edwards down to 87%. That's a bit concerning, but if, you know, we'll see if it happens again. 
at uh, safety, Jaquan Brisker, only 58%, but that was due to illness. I guess he was blowing chunks on the sideline. Not kidding. Eddie Jackson, 24% foot injury. They are optimistic he'll be okay, though. If he can't go, it's Elijah Hicks safety as the preferred backup. Uh, and then Quindle Johnson as the backup for Brisker. Any thoughts on the Bears? Jack Sanborn, the breakout from last year, the guy that got displaced by two big high signings. He actually was the guy that cut into TJ Edwards' snaps. Not by much, but he did. And the overall aspect or the reports or the feel that I get when I'm looking this stuff up, they're not real happy with Edmonds and Edwards per money at the moment and the way that they're performing. But what they didn't plan on was these guys aren't playing behind the same defensive lines they had last year. That's true. It it makes a difference. The guys are uh, going to be productive by default. Nothing else. And I can't believe I'm getting ready to say that about those two. Or I just said that about those two. (laughs) We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, So, yep, beyond that, Ngakwe, 73% at pass rush. And like Gary said, Sanborn with 56% as an LB3. That's pretty significant. Heading over to the Bucks. Business as usual. So Ryan Neal, Antoine Winfield, 100% of snaps at safety. Uh, Levante David and Devin White, 100% of snaps each at linebacker. Shaq Barrett, 53% at pass rush, including a pick six touchdown. Vita Vey, 64% at defensive tackle with a sack and a half. And then Christian Izian, 75% of snaps is a third safety. Ah, it seemed like status quo to me. And the third safety, I mean, I'm not quite sure what he reproduced. So, yeah, it wasn't much. It wasn't much. It was just interesting because right. because a lot yeah. of these teams are going uh, three, three right. and four safeties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's taken over, ain't it? Yeah, hey, it's a passing league. I get it. I get it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of the Dirty O IDP Throwdown. Uh, we're gonna, here to give you our week three picks. I am your host, Axton Harding, at Harding underscore three on Twitter. And I'm here with my co-host, Jake Colhagen, or at Late Round DB on Twitter, or the X app, however you prefer. So I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to Jake so he can give you his IDP picks for the week, and we'll get her going. We're jumping in at the D-tackle spot with Kenny Clark. Uh, the Saints showed us exactly what the Titans pass rush could do against them in week one. Uh, the Packers are going to be bringing a very strong pass rush across the entire front there. Uh, but Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt are going to just eat on that interior. And for Clark, we're looking for a sack as well as a three-plus tackle game. Just a nice strong performance for him there. Uh, at the defensive end position or the edge position, uh, looking at Leonard Floyd of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, very, very favorable matchup against Washington's O-line. Um, they've looked like turnstiles on the edges there, just letting anyone pass through. Uh, Floyd's going to do it. The addition of Howell uh, liking to extend plays with his legs, uh, just giving that defensive line more time to get after him. I'm looking for a sack plus for Floyd. Possibly, you know, that one and a half to two sack range is what I think we can see from Leonard Floyd in week three. Um, at linebacker, Alex Anzalone. So kind of a gross name in some of the IDP circles. You know what? But volume is going to be king in this game. And Arthur Smith, he's the king of running volume. He doesn't care what year it is or what you say about his team. He's going to run the ball. And Falcons opponents, linebackers, are feasting from this. Uh, we're looking for nine-plus total tackles in Alex Anzalone in week three. Finally, at defensive back, Justin Simmons. We've seen what Tua and the Dolphins like to do. Um, they like to be able to attack down the field. Unless you're watching the game right now, they're they're not getting the downfield too much quite yet. But I think we see that still against the Denver Broncos. Um, and with that, Justin Simmons is going to get five plus total tackles, and he's going to find a way to make a splash play, uh, breaking up a pass, maybe even getting an INT or a fumble. Well, we got the IDP side, and then I'll follow it up here with my uh, offensive picks to start. I chose quarterback Lamar Jackson up against the Indianapolis Colts. I think this this Colts defensive line is going to make him he's going to be running for his life all game anyway so I think that maybe he could squeeze out a few good long plays to over the top and beat this secondary uh, and maybe even beat those edge defenders around the edge and, and cut off a, a few big runs here so we're looking at we're looking to be 200 yards passing and a touchdown and 40 yards rushing so we're going with Lamar Jackson at the quarterback position for running back I'm going Jamal Williams against the Green Bay Packers they've been uh, surprisingly generous to running backs in the first couple of weeks with regard to the lack of rushing uh, in week one against the Bears, 
although they did have success in uh, when they did run last week or this week in week two, Bijan just torched him for 124 rushing yards. So we're just looking to beat Jamal Williams is rushing for 46 yards in at his average for the year. Uh, he hasn't scored a touchdown, so if he can get in the end zone, we'll get a point there. Uh, my wide receiver choice here is Jamar Chase going up against the L.A. Rams. The Cincinnati Bengals have just not had a great performance up to this point, and Jamar Chase is averaging right around five receptions and 30-some yards uh, per game. So I think he can easily uh, his first breakout game of the season and uh, get the ball rolling for this Bengals offense. So Jamar Chase as my wide receiver. For my tight end, I'm going with Kyle Pitts, another one of those that's kind of got a low floor up to this point in the season, so we don't have a tough average to beat against the Detroit Lions. We're just looking to get a couple of receptions and beat 30 yards a game, so I think that he can easily get, uh, if not one play or a couple of big plays over the top of this uh, hurting secondary in the Lions defense. They just allowed Noah Fant in week two to go for 56 yards, so I think Kyle Pitts albeit he doesn't have a great, very high ceiling in this offense, I think he can surpass that 30-yard average. So there's our week three picks, and thanks, and we'll see you next week. All right, let's move on to Chargers-Titans. Uh, we'll start with the Chargers here. So Alohi Gilman and Derwin James, both 100% of snaps at safety. That's normal. Uh, so no Eric Hendricks this week due to injury. It was Kenneth Murray getting the bump to 100% of snaps, and then Nick Nieman coming in as a second linebacker playing 77% of snaps. That's your waiver wire move if Kendricks continues to miss time. On the pass rush, Khalil Mack, 91% of snaps. Nick Bosa, only 29% due to a a hamstring injury, but he did land two sacks, I believe. Moving on to the Titans, uh, business as usual, except for a couple notes here this week. So Kevin Biard, 100% of snaps at safety. That's normal. Mike Brown came in for Amani Hooker, who suffered an injury, I believe. I couldn't find anything on that. but uh, I can't believe he made it in the, the second week. But yeah, he d- he does usually get hurt, so that's probably exactly what happened. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. Mike Brown may end up being a safety waiver wire move, uh, so you heard it here first. At linebacker, Aziz Alshair, 99% of snaps, had a fine week with production. We told everyone to chill out, and we were right. Second linebacker, Jack Gibbons, 66% of snaps. That was normal. Harold Landry, 79% of snaps on the pass rush. Jeffrey Simmons, 88% at defensive tackle. Danico Autry, 66%. Did you know that Jeffrey Simmons has averaged one sack, well, had one sack since 2019 every time he plays the Chargers? I looked it up because that's how I uh, won me a nice fat-ass bet on DraftKings. <laughs> that was kind of sweet. That that interior defensive line of the Chargers is getting kind of even poorish. Er, I guess that's a word, no? Probably not. Yeah, beyond that, maybe injury to the second uh, safety there in Tennessee. I think we're looking good. All right, moving on to Giants and Cardinals. We'll start with the Giants uh, at safety uh, status quo. Xavier McKinney, 100% of snaps. Jason Pinnock, 98%. At linebacker, a little bit of movement, nothing crazy. Okariki, up to 100% of snaps. McFadden, up to 75%. Isaiah Simmons, still swirling the toilet at 20%. On the pass rush, Kayvon Thibodeau, 94% of snaps. Dexter Lawrence, 71. Leonard Williams, 58%. And Aziz Ojolari, inactive. Any thoughts on the Giants? One, I wonder if Carolina will call the Giants about Simmons. And two, I wonder if Simmons is tired of just being a defensive back now. Yeah, it's not a good look for him, right? Like, uh, drafted in the first round, supposed to be this star gets sold for a cup of coffee to the Giants and is not even playing 25% of snaps a game. <laughs> Pretty wild. I don't know. You can't. What do you, What can you say? There's nothing to be said. That is true. All right, let's look at the Cardinals. So Buda Baker went to IR today. He's going to miss four weeks. That's not good. So what happened was Kayvon Wallace saw a bump to 100% of snaps without Buda. Jalen Thompson stayed at 100% of snaps uh, with or without Buda. And Andre Chacharchery came in and played 93% of snaps. I have no idea how you say this name, but that's your waiver wire guy right there. C-H-A-C-H-E-R-E. Uh, and then at linebacker, Kazir White, 100% of snaps. Chris Barnes, 82%. And Zaven Collins, 57 
I missed that Barnes one, man. That's interesting. Just completely got rid of Josh Woods, which I really liked earlier. So there, but... He might have been an inactive. I'm pretty sure he was an inactive. Yeah, 82%. I don't know if Josh Woods would have got 82% if he wouldn't have. Yeah, right. Or, or right. if he would have been. So, I mean, that's kind of an outlier situation. I think we, we will want to monitor that next week. The only thing I want to say is, did anybody listen to us about that guarding? Dude, it's playing defensive end for Arizona. He lit her up again. Yeah, he's been salad. He has been good, no doubt. And before we move on, we just want to mention that everyone should be checking out the merch store over at SGPN, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I love the shorts that say, ask me about my third leg of my parlay. That is just brilliant stuff. I love that. Got a new dog food bowl that is pretty damn slick, too. Lots of good stuff at the merch store. Everyone should hit that up. Let's move on to 49ers Rams. We're going to start with the Niners business as usual. Fred Warner, 100% of snaps at linebacker. Dre Greenlaw, 99%. Looking good there. At safety, no movement either. Afunga, 100% of snaps. Tayshawn Gibson, 100% of snaps. On the defensive line, Nick Bosa up to 79%, moving in the right direction after missing the whole preseason. Uh, Javon Hargrave, 64% at D-tackle. That's looking good. Armstead, 68% at D-tackle. That's looking good. Drake Jackson, 50% on the D-line. Anything on the Niners? Uh, you know, we kind of warned everybody. I think we did, or I did on the waiver wire. Couldn't think that Drake Jackson was coming back in with Nick Boza warming up and Drake Jackson being able to get that same production he did week one. So I hope people listen. Yeah, it was fool's gold with that playing time, no doubt. All right, heaven, heading over to the Rams here at safety, no movement. Uh, Fuller, 100% of snaps. Yeast, 100% of snaps. At linebacker, no movement either. Ernest Jones, 100%. Christian Roseboom, 72%. On the defensive line, more the same as well. Aaron Donald, 95%. And uh, Mr. Hoked, 91%. We're moving on to Jets-Cowboys. Uh, so we talked about the Jets above. If anything really changes drastically, we'll mention it in next week's uh, show, but they're looking pretty good. As for the Cowboys, at linebacker, Leighton Vanderesh, 100% of snaps. Safety one, J. Ron Curse, 100% of snaps. Safety two, Malik Hooker, 94% of snaps. Uh, the pass rush is a true rotation, except for Micah Parsons, who played 87% of snaps. Demarcus Lawrence, 51%. Dorrance Armstrong, 47%. Sam Williams, 40%. Damone Clark, second linebacker, downed to 36% of snaps. Any thoughts on the Cowboys, Gary? Other than the rotation sucking for the defensive line, no. And did you know Kevon Curse wears the green dot? For That's Dallas? pretty wild. And it, all right, we might have known that. I completely forgot about that. So there it is. Yeah, we got a safety calling the plays. Stranger things have happened. That is good stuff. Job security. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's have a look at Commanders and Broncos. We'll start with uh, Washington uh, at linebacker. No change. Cody Barton, 100% of snaps. Jamin Davis, 62%. That still looks really weird, but it is what it is. At safety, Cameron Curl, 100%. Derek Forrest, 100%. Looking good there. On the defensive line, Jonathan Allen, 86%. Deron Payne, 77%. Chase Young, 71%. Montez Sweat, 73%. Speaking of glass and bubble wrap, I was kind of surprised that they threw them back in. It's such a high amount of snaps. So that's encouraging. They they either were looking at it like, look, let's just get this over with, or they were looking at it that he had a good summer and he really felt like he was ready. So come on, Chase Young, do something. Yeah, man, that, that struck me as weird as well. His first game back in – you know, it feels like decades in 71% of snaps immediately. That was really weird. Yeah, yeah, it was. And he, and he produced. So, I mean, that's kind of showing in my sense that they maybe they just felt like he was ready for it. Yeah. All right, looking at the Broncos, there are some things that never change, and one of them is Justin Simmons playing 100% of snaps. That's good to go. Uh, Kareem Jackson, however, got himself ejected for an illegal hit and only played 48%. 
Turner Yell came in after he was ejected. That's not someone you need to pick up. At linebacker, Josie Jewell, 89%. Singleton down is 64%. We'll have to see what happens with that. And then on the pass rush, Zach Allen, 81%. Randy Gregory, 64%. You just got to get Randy Gregory on your radar, keep an eye on him, maybe put a bid in on him on uh, a waiver wire and such. But uh, other than that, status quo. Yeah, that's uh, he, he's starting to get that playing time. We've seen him produce without playing time before, so this is a good thing. Frank Clark's been dealing with some type of uh, injury, but in the process, an uh, unknown guy named Jonathan Cooper has really uh, came to the surface. So you deep D-Gens, you might want to look at him too because he's he's getting the numbers. All right, and that takes us to the Sunday night game, and we will review all these Monday night games, the doubleheader that's happening as we record this uh, next week's show. Uh, but for Patriots Dolphins, we'll start with the Dolphins. Javon Holland, safety, 100% of snaps. That's normal. Deshaun Elliott, 100% of snaps. That's normal. At linebacker, more shenanigans. Jerome Baker, still 100% of snaps. David Long skyrockets to 84% of snaps and lands a sack. Van Stinkle, 88%. Jalen Phillips was inactive. Bradley Chubb got a bit of a bump with that in mind, up to 91% of snaps. And then our Beloved defensive tackles, Sealer and and Wilkins both played 70% of snaps. Any thoughts on the Dolphins? Other than all that can change again next week. I mean, realistically, this is the Patriots of Florida. So can't bet that Long's going to come out next week and not have 30%. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yep, this is true. All right, so that is the Dolphins. Looking at the Patriots, another defense that's always in flux. Uh, it's safety, uh, Jarrell Peppers, 100% of snaps. Kyle Duggar, 100%. That's normal so far for this season. At linebacker, Juwan Bentley, 100%. That's more than usual, but pretty good. Matt Judon, 81%. That's normal. Jelani Tavai, 73% at linebacker. That's interesting. On the defensive line, Wise 68, Godshaw 57, and Uche 37%. Thoughts on the Patriots? Tabe, he, he did it all last year. He, he'll be all over the place. He'll play 30%. He'll play 80%. He'll play 50%, 60%. And half the time, it doesn't matter what he plays, he doesn't really produce. So uh, I wouldn't go chasing that Patriot. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, business as usual for these two defenses. They are always in flux. Uh, yeah, that's what we got for week two, and uh, we'll be doing the same thing week three. G- Gary, any uh, parting thoughts? Just make sure you check out my waiver wire app. Follow me at the IDP Tipster, and make sure you check out the SGPN website later on in the week for my week three easy IDP ranking star sit charts. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, hey, thank you, everyone, for listening. Good luck this week. May uh, all your fantasy dreams come true. And we'll do it again, same time, same place next week. Have a good one, everyone.